Welcome to the Shine Online Podcast. I'm your host and video content coach, Natasha. And after years of being a social media manager for service providers, coaches, and physical product brands while creating content for my own brand, I realized how important it is to infuse video into your strategy, no matter what surface or platform you decide to use for your brand. This podcast will help you create strategic video content that doesn't take away from your business, but fuels its growth. You'll leave each episode with a simpler way to show up with confidence that isn't reliant on the latest trend or gimmicky hacks, but a sustainable strategy. Ready to go from overwhelmed to confident in your content strategy? It's your time to shine. As a former social media manager, I discovered batching by complete accident. It felt like a necessity when I was managing literally eight radiology, I know, very sexy clients, social media with only 10 hours a week. I literally don't know how I did it. And it's now become a core pillar of how I operate for not only my own brand, but it's truly one of the best ways to keep your content not only strategic, but to stay consistent and stay ahead of your content versus always feeling the pressure to create more. Over here on the podcast, I've been talking a lot about easier ways to create video content in the episodes that I'll link in the description about my chill content era and how you can embrace your own, how to avoid social media burnout, and how to actually show up in your video content. So be sure to go back and listen to those. But now I want to talk about how my way of thinking of batching when I was a social media manager versus now has changed a lot. So back from when I was a social media manager from now, how I think about batching is that you really don't need to batch 30 days of content. I feel like this all or nothing mindset can lead to so much overwhelm with batching. And while I'm a huge fan of planning a month's worth of content, aiding all of those posts, all 30 of those days of posts can be so intimidating. And this is why people often try batching and they never stick with it because their goal is super lofty. But you can reap the benefits of content batching while still having flexibility in your posting schedule. I love batching an entire month of content, but sometimes just creating one week in advance is really all I need to reap all of those benefits by posting more intentionally, getting ahead of my content, and showing up in all my social media content with ease. And that is where the idea of starting implementing my own content ideas. I fully went all in with content days this year, and it's really been a great way where I've been able to dedicate my headspace to just content-related tasks versus being forced to do content creation when my mind was in admin or coaching mode. This really helps me optimize my productivity and get more done in the same amount of time than if I was scrambling to put some posts together. Inside my signature video confidence program, there's an entire module dedicated to systems. I am that systems nerd. And if systems have never worked for you or you've never implemented them or you feel like yours could be better, this program is for you. I talk about not only how to create a content calendar that will help you be more effective 
effective with idea generation and also creating. I help you identify your batching personality type, which is what I like to call it, because everyone's strengths and ways of batching content is totally different. And you want to make sure you're leaning into that. And I also talk about some other productivity techniques so you know exactly how to optimize the processes needed to get closer to your goals, which essentially is what systems is all about. So definitely learn more about that inside the show notes. So I want to share a little bit about content days. There's an entire lesson dedicated to it inside my program. And I wanted to give you just a overview of the checklist of the different elements that you would include in a content day and essentially what is a content day if you're interested. And this is perfect for you if you have a limited schedule. Maybe you're a side hustler, maybe you're a parent, whatever it is, this is perfect for you or just like a busy small business owner, right? Okay, content day checklist. The first tick is decide on your goal for the day. I personally find that focusing on three tasks is always the best way to go about planning your goal for the day. When you do a lot more or a lot little, then I find that you kind of are overwhelmed with more things than you can actually accomplish. So for example, if I have an entire day dedicated to content, some of that might be idea generation, some of it might be outlining some video concepts, some of it might be filming and editing things together, right? So I'm figuring out what those tasks are. And I'm not just telling myself the goal is to create reels. That's too generic. We want to get very specific on what we're focusing on and what we're accomplishing. The next thing is setting a date of when you want to have your content date. This could be weekly. This could be monthly. My friend Carson, who has been on this podcast multiple times, actually has a week that she dedicates towards her content and marketing tasks. In all of her other weeks, she's focusing on client projects, but essentially she spends this week where she is maybe going out and about with a friend and getting content or during like golden hour in her office, she sets up her tripod and kind of put together some clips. So this is kind of, you just do a week in a month and knock everything out all in one go, especially if you maybe do a more project-based business. And what's most important when setting this date is like, put it on the calendar, create a task for it. I find that people struggle with batching because they don't have the time and space to actually create. Like how many times have we been really upset of like, I just don't have time to create video content. And I'm like, but did we put it on a calendar? Like, did we actually set the time and plan for it? And that's really where content days come into play. The next thing on your checklist is where do you want to create? And so you want to think about a few different things. You want to make sure it's supporting your creative process. What do you need to make it easy, right? Do you need to be inspired? Do you need accountability? Do you just got to work with what you have? I know I have had a co-working space, a bedroom, literally any type of crappy place for creating video content I probably created in. So sometimes it just means working with what you have and you might not have the perfect space just yet. So of course, this could be your office space or your home. This could be going out and about. I find that a lot of people, if you struggle with like concentrating or you find that you're more inspired and the outside environment is go to your favorite park, go to your favorite coffee shop, go to the beach, like whatever it is that inspires you, go and create there. This could be going with someone. This could be setting up your tripod, making sure you're going at a day where you like feel like you can feel really confident 
put it in your content. This also could literally be a corner in your home space. And this is for the person that is like, I don't have good lighting. I don't have an aesthetic place, all those types of things. Like literally all you need is a corner. All you need is a plain wall, a corner, even if it means moving things around a little bit during your content day. But I also think that sometimes creating solo, which is like usually my preferred method, is a really great way to go. So you can have the space and time to like play and figure things out. But I also implemented a content day with my friend Carson. We went to a coffee shop. We went to the beach and it was so fun. It not only gave me the accountability, like, okay, we're doing this. We're creating content. But it also was just nice to not have to set up my tripod. I was able to get inspired and it was kind of like a fun activity to do. So just a few things of kind of figuring out where you want to create, but we want it to be easy. We want to keep you accountable and we want to enhance the creative process, not make it harder. And the last thing to kind of think about when planning your content day is planning your shots and your props. This is a bonus step. Sometimes you literally don't need this. Like we just need you. We literally just need you, but it sometimes can be nice nice to have some additional elements, but sometimes it's just what's right in front of you, right? I think grabbing a coffee cup, grabbing your matcha, grabbing like whatever is literally right in front of you is sometimes the best tool. But some things to think about when you're figuring out your shot list and your prop list is what type of content do you need? Like, are you promoting something? Is there a type of content that you find that you're always looking for a certain content idea that you don't have? Think about like, is there an outfit that has your brand colors or that you feel really comfortable in? Or do you want to have certain products from yours ready? Or do you want to have a prop that feels really natural for you to use? Like maybe you're a photographer and you want to have your camera handy, right? Think about those different elements and plan those ahead of time so you can easily grab them. And of course, when you're planning out your shot list, one of the best places to start is with stock content. You can do a content day where you're talking to camera, where you're doing higher energy production, which I definitely love to do occasionally. But if you're going for like the low lift, simple vibe, the theme that's been on this podcast is really lean into stock content. I talked a lot about this more in the chill content era episode, but essentially just capturing footage that you can use on stories, you can use in reels, you can use on TikTok, but just simply Simply adding text or adding stickers to essentially create a quote, right? And so stock content is one of those things that you can stockpile and literally use in a lot of different ways. So even if you only have 30 minutes in your content day, maybe you don't have an entire day, you can essentially just lean into, okay, I'm just going to walk into my office and do a few things get a few clips. And five clips could literally get you a few weeks of content. And I talk a lot more about this inside my signature video confidence program. I tell you exactly how I create my own stock content behind the scenes of how I plan and facilitate my own content days. So if you're looking for more in-depth lessons and guided exercise on how to implement this, be sure to check out the details in the show notes. And implementing this on a regular basis will give you the time to focus on content creation versus being very overwhelmed and just being reactive and posting because you think you need to post. And I hope you're leaving this episode with a perspective change on what batching actually is, how to make it work for your own schedule by implementing a content day, your own version of a content day. And you got my checklist for setting up your content day, whether it's creating your shot list, figuring out where you want to create create when and your goals for that content day. So I challenge you to use this episode and schedule one of these days for the next week or month. I'll see you in the next episode.
Thank you so much for tuning into the Shine Online podcast. I hope this episode has helped you find a simpler way to show up consistently on video. If you loved what you heard, please share this episode with a business owner you know who is struggling with content and video in their business. Or connect on Instagram at Shine with Natasha by taking a screenshot and sharing your biggest takeaway. See you in the next episode. Thank you.